We are Carly and Nicole, lifelong friends for 20 years, mothers, mental health and wellness advocates. Here we will share real, honest stories and conversations together and with others. We invite you to join us in finding the light despite all the darkness. Hi guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're happy to be back. It's just Carly and I again this week, but we have some really great guests lined up for the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. We're really excited. Um, thank you guys so much for all of the amazing messages last week and Carly for putting that together. That was such a fun episode. I really enjoyed recording and listening to it, but I'm really excited to listen to it back as well, which I haven't done yet. But I'm looking forward to that. That was just such a cool episode. Yeah, I think it was fun to record. I'm glad mm-hmm. it was a surprise for you. Yeah, yeah, a really nice surprise. So yesterday was actually my birthday and it was a really relaxed day. It was just like, well, Rob's working. So it was just Jackson and I, but my parents came over in the afternoon. And that's always nice because they love playing with Jackson. So it gives me like some free hands and I can mm-hmm. just relax a little bit more. But I was just telling her better than grandparents. I don't think. Right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I actually was thinking that this morning. Like, I do not know what I would do without my parents' support with Jackson. Like they are just so helpful. And it really helps that they're not like they're both not working right now. So they have the time and the energy to help. But just like whatever I need, they're always there. And I'm so thankful for that. And Rob and I are actually going away for a few days um to yeah the mountains yeah for my 30th birthday and uh just do a little bit of skiing and just have some adult time and um my parents are taking him for three nights and that's like he's only ever stayed for one night but multiple times yeah like first little getaway Mm -hmm. and I've gone and he stayed home with Rob and like vice versa but we Mm -hmm. haven't both gone so I definitely know that I'll miss him but I am really looking forward to just like adult time I think that's so important we really try to prioritize like just getting away us to, to like, you know, focus on what we were before we were mom and dad, because that switch happens so quickly, mm-hmm. right? It changes everything. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to like get lost in that. Yeah. Or like just become parents and like yeah. mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Remember your parents used to always say that, like, I'm the mom. <laughs> Remember that? Or yeah. they called, yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, but we're still Nicole. Like you're still Nicole yeah. and Rob and they're still a married couple. And- yeah. I always thought it was weird how my parents called each other mom and dad, but Mm -hmm. right away, like within like a few days, Rob and I started doing that with each other with Jackson. So yeah, it just becomes your new like persona. Like even yesterday, Rob gave me a birthday card and he wrote like to mom on it. And Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just the, it's just, yeah, the persona, but it is nice to get away from that and just be like you and you as a couple and not like you as a mom and you as a dad I don't know we really try to work on that anyways yeah how was the transition from like I feel like it was a little bit different for me and Kevin because Mm -hmm. we only were I guess it was almost three years before we had a baby but I feel like most of our relationship has been being parents so now that our kids are older we're kind of getting back to like right being oh just me and Kevin now yeah. and we've always tried to prioritize that too but you guys were together so long and before you became a mom and a dad it's just interesting the dynamic like was it a huge change for your relationship so I was really nervous like that's what held me off from actually like starting to 
try for a family for a long time was I was so worried about like how that was going to change him and I because we were together for a long time and obviously like I was very happy with our relationship so I was worried about how it would change the dynamics and like there was a selfish part of me and I would always say to Rob like what if you love our kids more than you love me and like of course you do in a way right and like oh of course I want to love my totally different kind of love yes but I get what you mean I was so like nervous that his like priority to now there's a child and of course that's like your number one right (laughs) but like I didn't hold the same standard to me I was like I'm the mom of course I'm gonna love my child more yeah interesting that's true (laughs) but it's just like in a totally different way like you said so and he would always say no like I'll always like love you more and I'm like well no you should love the child more anyways so I was really worried about how that would change like our dynamics but I think I worried way too much because when Jackson came along like it was a very hard transition for me personally motherhood which I've talked about so much but it actually went pretty flawlessly in our relationship I would say there's obviously moments and things that we need to work on and like communication we need so much more communication as a parent but I think like I always knew that Rob would make an incredible dad and he has experience with children and and that sort of thing with his niece and nephew so it was a pretty good smooth transition and I think I worried too much about what it would be like and then it just felt like yeah once sometimes people like wait for the perfect time like Mm -hmm. oh we're ready to have baby or whatever but no matter what it's going to be a big change and I think people sometimes maybe worry too much and there's not going to be like a big grant or not always maybe some people have this big moment of like Mm -hmm. okay now we're ready yeah but I feel like you just you kind of have like nine months to prepare and then Mm -hmm. no matter what you prepare you can't really like yeah just figure it out as you go I guess exactly yeah but once Jackson arrived and like we settled into the life of three it was like we were more of a family than we ever were right Mm -hmm. like we felt like us like as a family like it was just meant to be and I think most people do feel that way once a a child enters their family but um and then I think it's the same way when you go to add another child you're like how could you know I love another child as much as yeah and everyone's like your love doesn't divide it multiplies Mm -hmm. and that's so true you're not dividing your love your heart grows like you have enough love no matter how many kids you have right yeah but it is so cool to have a child with another person like it's just so cool that like they have half of your DNA and half of the other person's DNA and a marriage is one thing but to have a child together it just like really you literally created this human that's like half you half them we always talk about that too because I would say Jace they're both like half of each of us, but in completely different ways. Uh-huh. It's so funny when you're able to like, oh, they got that for me. Or that's like Kevin. It's very cool as they grow to yes. see the things so, they get. So interesting. And like looks wise, you know, so many people are like, oh, he looks like his dad. Like so many people. I actually mm-hmm. had, a, I don't know if I told you this story, but I had a woman, we were at like a play play cafe Jackson and I one day and I had a woman come up to me and I had no idea who she was and she says she points at Jackson and she says is that Rob's son and I'm like oh, really? how do you know my husband and she's like are you? oh I'm friends with so-and-so like she was a mutual friend I had never met her but like Rob had oh, met okay. her 
and kind of met her husband and blah, blah, blah. But she knew that Jackson was Rob's son because she thought he looked so much like Rob. Like she had never seen Jackson, but she thought that he looked just like Rob. She's like, that kid must be Rob's son. Oh, wow. That's funny. But at first I was like, what? I was so taken off guard. Um, But that like a lot of people do say he looks just like his dad and then some people say mm-hmm. he looks like your mom's side of the family and you know I but people, where did I hear this I don't know someone's like they always say who they know more like if you know them all more they yeah. see it more in you like someone who's watched you grow up as a baby probably right. sees like you and Jackson and then yeah if someone knows Rob for longer I'm like that, that is sense. probably true because I remember once we were in Florida with Jace and my mom had Jace at the pool and I don't know where we were and someone's like wow your son looks just like you so I'm like oh yeah I got like yeah it depends who you see them around I guess she's yeah. like oh hi his grandma <laughs> your mom could be his mom though like she looks yeah. amazing <laughs> that's so funny and they do they're both blonde and yeah that's mm-hmm. so funny yeah but parenting like it's definitely an adjustment for sure like I'm not gonna say it was all rainbows and sunshine like there was and it, it's a constant adjustment mm-hmm. that's what I think the thing as parents and as a couple you need to remember as they grow it's just you adjust in different ways right and it's like even though you have parented a baby as a couple you're learning all these different things as you go totally yeah the other day another little funny story <laughs> um we were putting Jackson to bed and it's like always a little bit chaotic because he never wants to go to bed. Like any kid doesn't want to go to bed. Maybe some do, but mine doesn't. Um, and we were trying to get his PJs on and he's like standing and holding onto the wall and, you know, just the fight to get the pajamas on. And he was holding on to his hairbrush or something and holding onto the wall at the same time. Cause he's not really like walking or standing yet. So he still needs that support. And I, I said, hold on to the wall, but at the exact same time. So I said, hold on at the exact same time. Rob said, let go of the hairbrush. And I just like at the exact same time we said those words and I looked at him and I'm like, that's like parenting in a nutshell, <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. like the complete opposite message at the exact same time, hoping that your child will listen, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh man. Yeah. It is just a wild, wild ride, but there's definitely times where I catch myself like having feelings of resentment or like you know the roles are so so hard to get used to I find like mm-hmm. yeah just like I'm always I'm the one that's always home right so I'm like why do you get yeah. to like go away for the day and like but he's the one who's working hard outside of the yeah. home to bring in the income so it's just always that trying is to remember so hard. like when you're trying to find your roles and mm-hmm. It is all about communication and yeah. like respecting each other, but that doesn't mean it's always easy. <laughs> like right. communication is so hard Yeah, as a couple too. And especially if you, you can have like the general same, like, obviously you should have the same principles on how you want a parent, but right. like you said, like you could say the opposite things and yeah. Do you ever find like, I find like I'm the mom's not that I don't let Kevin parent or whatever mm-hmm. but like if Kevin gets snappy or something and I'm like hey, like those are don't talk to my kids like that I yeah. know there are kids but but if I would be doing the same reaction sometimes like we all yeah. get fed up but I'm yeah. like really like those are my kids don't talk to them like that totally. but I've done that too and I'm like okay that's 
not realistic yeah it's like the mama bear protectiveness right comes out yeah it's just like an automatic thought like you want to jump in and be like hey (laughs) yeah no for sure so I was telling Carly before we started this episode that Jackson is like officially in the tantrum phase he's 14 months almost 14 months and I like in my head I was like oh you know like he's like he's a pretty I don't want to say good but like he you know, it was a pretty mild mannered, I'd say baby, yeah. like, mm-hmm. especially in the last little while, like once we got through the sleep issues and that sort of thing, yeah. like he's been pretty, yeah, he's pretty like relaxed. Just, yeah. yeah. Just kind of mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's never going to have tantrums. Like naively, I thought this in my head, of course, like I knew we'd get there one day, but it was just like, I was pretty proud of us for coming this far. And then just like in the last week or so, he started to like if I go to pick him up from doing something that he's like not supposed to be doing, he'll like arch his body and like scream and cry and then like lay on the ground and like not really kick, but just like put his head down and he's so upset. And I'm like, oh my goodness, but he only does it for me. And my mom said, of course, because like you're the mom and yeah, you know, he, you're the safe space. And- yeah. And you see all the emotions, whereas like mm-hmm. he's just happy, go lucky playing at grandma and grandpa's. But I'm interested to see if like over when he's staying there for three days if he does have any of those those little meltdowns at his at their house but yeah that's when like the I know I feel like I need to do like a lot of digging and gentle parenting now especially with that with those kind of behaviors coming out because mm-hmm. it's hard yeah it's so hard like I've done classes like early childhood and child development classes and sometimes reading it as like a potential like educator one day makes sense I'm like okay mm-hmm. I could do that but then I'm like as a parent it's such a different ball game because you're like in it and you get frustrated and you're not just with them like nine to five or whatever right. you're with like it's a whole 24 7 job mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes I'm like okay this is what I should be doing and you try mm-hmm. those things or sometimes if I'm not feeling good or whatever I just more snap more easily so even having the theory behind it you try to put it into practice but sometimes it's just like stop doing that <laughs> like right well like, it's knowledge is great for sure and I I'm still trying to learn more about it too especially my kids are older and there's just different things coming up mm-hmm. and I'm like I was so used to toddlers and babies all the right. time so now oh you're nine I guess I have to figure out how to parent a nine-year-old adjust yeah and it's like reprogramming your brain to react and like you know I don't really want to pick up my child that's throwing a tantrum and like give him a hug like that's not what I want to do in the moment like I want to walk away you know and just like or like be mad myself but that's not you know we learn that they need to like be know that they're being you know, listen to and validated mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. So we actually, I dealt with this last week with Landon. He came home from school. We were about to have supper or something. And he was just in like a terrible mood. And I was trying to be very patient. I was like, I hear you. And I was doing all the things you're supposed to do. And he just kept like yelling and he was just not having anything. And Landon six, almost seven. And then I ended up kind of snapping and being like, you're rude. I'm not talking to you anymore. And then he started crying and crying. He's like, 
I'm just angry. You hurt my feelings. Like he's really good at expressing how he feels, mm -hmm. like telling me how he's feeling. And then I ended up saying, I'm like, okay, I'm going to remove myself from this situation because I'm upset and I don't want to like say something that's not productive. Right. So I just walked away for a few minutes. I'm like, it's not because I don't love you. I love you very much. And can we, I said, can we both take two minutes and once we're calmer, talk about this. And Landon is very much, he loves to know the logic behind things. Mm -hmm. So, and then we came back and I was like, okay, what's, how are you feeling? What is happening? And he explained to me, I, I was just mad. And you, you said I was rude and that wasn't nice. And then I was like, I'm sorry for saying that. You were not rude. The way you were talking to me wasn't the night in the nicest way and it was making me sad or upset mm -hmm. or I was feeling upset I try not to say you were making me the feel right. this way I try to say what you were doing was I was feeling this way because of the way you were like yelling or whatever mm -hmm. it was and I'm like I am very sorry I do not think you were a rude person but the way you were talking to me was making I was getting upset so that's why I walked away it's not because I don't love you or think you're rude or you're a bully because he's right. in this big thing everything is I'm not a bully I'm not mean I'm like oh. so just like go up. but in the moment it was so hard to stay calm and then mm -hmm. I just realized like hey I'm gonna just walk over here you just calm down because this mm -hmm. is not gonna be productive and we're both gonna just it's not gonna end well right. but it is hard it took like yeah. all of to be able to do that mm -hmm. and to come back and like level-headed yeah. yeah it's hard when they can't talk and they're young like Jackson's age is really hard because you're trying to reason with them but mm -hmm. they don't really know what you're saying and you're like you want to say use your words or something but they can't express right. that yeah. yeah it's hard now respectful they parenting man oh my gosh <laughs> I it's, love it and I'm all for it but sometimes yeah your first instinct isn't like well I'm gonna comfort you right now when you're the one they're frustrated with maybe yeah but I always I always try to remind myself and I'm sure it's hard but like and I'm only at the beginning of it mm -hmm. like they need your calm right like I've read so much about that that like you be like you can regulate them with your own emotions so you getting upset only fuels it but it it is you need to completely relearn how to respond to to them yeah. I find and talking about like being nonverbal I mean Jackson has plenty of words he's very like communication I would say is his strong point as opposed yeah, to he can say a lot. yeah yeah physical because he's still not walking but that's okay he's they all are at their own pace but he's very yeah like communicative and uses his um words and things like that you know a handful of them yeah but he's very like if he wants something right now, he's like, he makes this like, uh, 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 pointing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my God. Stage, the grunt and like, it's like, they're so adamant what they want. And you're like, I don't know. That it's is the like, Holy moly. And he used to scream like, like the loudest pitch squeal. And it would drop like the second you do it, Kevin would just automatically get so frustrated. And I, and I, 
I, like you said, he would be at work all day and I'd be dealing with the screen. Mm-hmm. So when he got home and he would get frustrated easily, I'm like, well, try listening to this all day long. Right. But yeah, it's, yeah, that's hard. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then reminding yourself, like, especially at Jax's age, like they aren't logical and they don't have like the brain capacity to, you know, the things that we can think of and even an older child can and work through they don't have that ability so I always try to remind myself that too but yeah it's just an interesting shift that we're experiencing and I think it's important to remind ourselves that like it's okay if we get frustrated and Mm -hmm. if we need to walk away for a few minutes because yeah in that moment I was like okay I need to walk away because I'm still human and we Mm -hmm. can't be patient all the time sometimes after being trying the logical explanation and they're still getting upset so yeah it's like not being too hard on ourselves as parents which moms are hard or parents are harder on themselves than anyone else would ever be mm-hmm. yeah it's, yeah it's it's hard it is a learning process mm-hmm. for both people how good for them to see that like you know you can take a few minutes for yourself and come back in like a better headspace that's so, so valuable for them to like and that's model. what I wanted to like explain to them. Like, I'm like, mom, mom, moms get upset too, or I get mm-hmm. frustrated too. And that's okay. And because Landon's in counseling at school and I love it. They, they teach such cool things. They talk about like all the different emotions, but how I think she explained it. You can't let your upstairs brain control your downstairs brain so like if you're really mad in the moment you have to learn how to like respond in an appropriate way you can't just mm-hmm. like go and punch someone that's not right. a way that's acceptable in real life mm-hmm. so it, so we're working too I'm like what what is something that I can help you with and Landon responds really well to music so I was like do you want me to put on some music and then we can just and he's like yeah it's just finding the little ways mm-hmm. that each kid is different and right. each grown up is different. So yeah, that's so cool. So cool. I really noticed with Jackson, like if it's been just a long day at home, <laughs> he is more likely to, you know, be upset, especially by the end of the day. So yeah. like this morning, I it was only nine o'clock, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like you are, he was already in a mood. So I'm like, let's go out. Like, let's go. Yeah. So we went to play cafe. You know, I even got a few like things done while he was playing happily with other kids. And he just, he needs that like interaction with other people or to be in a different environment or whatever. Cause like, there's only so much he can do, you know, at home yeah. here. And so, and then we have swimming lessons coming up in April. So that's always fun too. And he loves, loves to swim and get out and all of that. But yeah changing the environment can help Mm -hmm. so much like even for me I remember if I we would be especially in Alberta like winters are long Mm -hmm. if you're trapped inside the house when it's freezing cold and you kind of get cabin fever I remember I would just even go to like the grocery store or something just changing it up a little bit for both of you can help for sure no totally well the parenting episode that we didn't know would be (laughs) (laughs) we actually have a really cool we have a guest coming up she's a teacher and a mom to two and she's going to be talking about yeah like her parenting style and I really admire 
the way I've learned so much from her and just the way that she parents and, and really like the communication that she has with her son, who is three and a half, I want to say is just, it like, it blows my mind the way she communicates with him. And I don't know how to explain it, but hopefully she'll give us some examples and it's, it's really cool. And I think, yeah, I have a lot to learn in that area, but it, it, I enjoy, I enjoy learning it and I enjoy like putting it into practice. Not always, but no, not obviously perfect, but it is, I don't know. It's interesting that there is like a different way than the way that we were raised. Not that that was And I remember us kind of talking about that at one point, like it's not that that was bad, but like Mm -hmm. learning the psychology, like Mm -hmm. we learn so much about kids and how their brains develop and work and how we develop. So it's not like that was the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I believe the majority of parents are really doing their best, no matter how they choose to parent. Mm -hmm. But even I find since like when Jace was a baby compared to now, like I love now that there's like respectful parenting and things I'm learning. Cause I'm like, Oh wow. Things do change with even each year. It seems yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. So quickly. Really, I love to learn about that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. It is really, really fun. And it's fun to see like my parents, like at first they kind of, my mom's actually pretty quick to catch on, but like my dad will be like, you, you say what, <laughs> you know, like what was one example the other day? we were oh you're okay right that's a hard one when they hurt themselves Mm -hmm. and you don't think it's a big deal so you say you're okay and it just falls I still catch myself saying it it falls on my mouth and I said oh we don't we don't say that to Jackson like we try well we try not to say that to Jackson you know we try to validate his feelings and my dad's like what does that mean what does that mean and I'm like well if you got hurt you know like if you fell off a ladder or something and someone was like oh you're okay like how would that make you feel if you were hurt right Mm -hmm. and like oh wow when you put it that way it's yeah so just always sometimes just the little things that Uh like oh okay that makes a lot of sense yeah so I just said you know we like we give him a hug we say like that that looked like it hurt or that surprised you hey you know something like that instead but always always learning and yeah (laughs) I remember when Jace was a baby or like probably nine months, we started teaching him sign language, just like the basics. Mm-hmm. And Kevin's grandma at the time, like was so fascinated by it. She's like, that's such a cool idea because they can't use words yet. Right. And it's so foreign to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just so different. Yeah. Makes yeah. me think too, like, what will it be like when our kids have kids? Right. And it will change and they'll mm-hmm. have more resources and more information and that's okay. Yeah. Like, you know, and exactly. Yeah. And we'll, we'll adjust with it and, you know, learn from them. And it's all just a big, big circle, circle of life. Do you and Rob like mostly like not agree, but like, does Rob understand the respectful parenting and stuff? Like he, he's, I feel like Rob is someone who loves to learn that kind of thing too. He does. Yeah. And I wasn't sure like how it would go over, but Mm -hmm. we took a course when Jackson was, oh, like I would say it was before Christmas. So a couple of months ago, um, we took that, like it was like four webinars or something. And it was, we, we both listened to all of them and it was really, yeah, so he, he, 
I just wanted us to be on the same page. I'm like, if I'm like, let's learn the same information so that I always don't have to pass it on to you and you can, you know, be involved too. And I I didn't know how he would take it, but he was like really into it. He, I would like start hearing him like implementing things when he thought I wasn't listening or, or if Mm -hmm. I was listening, but like, it was really cool to see him get into it. And he will like practice with our niece and nephew a lot too because you know they're they're at ages where they have big emotions as well so it's it's just yeah it's really cool he's he's a really great parenting partner like he's usually always on on board for whatever I want to do in life in general Mm -hmm. Um, and very supportive but no he does a really good job at it you know one thing about moving here I feel like for the first time Kevin's consistently home all the time and we have a very stable schedule with his work and it is really cool to be able to parent together and on the same page without not that we never agreed or anything but Kevin worked a lot before and be gone for like two weeks at a time and things like that so Mm -hmm. it is fun to put things into practice together and we are very good at when one parent you can tell they're like getting tapped out and the other he's great at knowing when to step in when if I'm really not feeling well and right by that and we're learning to communicate to each other like okay mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more on edge right now so can you kind of be the calm one and right. it's so nice to have that someone to like lean on mm-hmm. definitely and I've really learned that like it is really just that communication piece like I can build up in my head, like, for example, for bedtime routine, I used to do bath and Rob would do bottle, but now Jackson's off the bottle. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. He did so good. You guys both. He did. That's another whole thing we could talk about. (laughs) Um, But so yeah, Rob would give him the bottle and I would do the bath, but now that he's not having a bottle, there really isn't that piece to it. Like we do stories and we all do stories together. But the other day I was just feeling like I like, can't do the bath every night like I need to clean up dinner I need to like down and do things like that so I just said like could you start doing the bath and he's like yeah like no problem I love to and Mm -hmm. like in my head I was thinking no it's my responsibility I always have to do the bath I always have to do you know everything funny how sometimes that happens you get in like a routine or yeah and it's like oh no that's my job Mm -hmm. we have to remember oh no let we can we can change up the routines. Yeah, exactly. And Rob and I work really well, like on routine and Jackson, I noticed too, like mm-hmm. we have like our things and we kind of stick to them and it works well for us, yeah. but a little tweak like that is, you know, he's still having a bath. It's just with a different yeah, parent and, and also you alternate or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's asking for dad a lot during the day because of him being at work. So for them to have that bath time when he gets home. Exactly. And I think having a routine and stuff is great but I think it's also great to teach kids not everything's in our control and sometimes we need to adapt to things and that's okay too right oh my gosh yes I was just because sometimes Landon like is very I usually used to always put Landon to bed Kevin would put Jace to bed so if it something happened and it was reversed or whatever they'd be like no I want like not my parent but it it was just different and sometimes we just like you know what it's just different tonight and that's okay and they get used to it Mm -hmm. switching it up and sometimes something I love to do with my kids is explain what's happening like I don't like to lie not Mm -hmm. lie but I like to explain 
same things in a kid-friendly, age-appropriate okay. way. Yeah. But say, me and Kevin, say we're annoyed at each other or like any couple, any people, mm-hmm. yes. any relationship you get, there's not times when you might disagree or whatever. Right. And then Kevin automatically sometimes is like, oh no, we're fine. Right. And I don't say anything bad about Kevin, but I explained to my kids the other day, I'm like, you know how you guys get frustrated or annoyed at each other and kind of argue sometimes that happens with mom and dad Mm -hmm. and that's okay like we're we're not my kids I think a lot of sorry kids these days parents aren't together like at Mm -hmm. school in all aspects there's a lot of like two separate parents like co-parenting like yeah if they're not married or together still so Landon went through this stage of like are you guys gonna break up and I and it was kind of sad. It was kind of a good learning process because mm-hmm. automatically Kevin's like, oh no, we're fine. We're fine. And I'm like, we are fine, but let's explain to him that we're just disagreeing about something or right. we're just, because I want him to know that it's okay if that happens, that we still love each other, we right. still support each other and that we'll be okay because I don't want our kids to think that if things aren't perfect, then that means they're ending. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. No, for sure. I know you told me that. And I was like, wow, that is so good because my parents never, (laughs) I'm always hesitant to share this stuff because like if they're listening and (laughs) it's their story, but um, my parents never like, it was very much the silent treatment. Let's just say that. And Mm -hmm. we have definitely taken that on. (laughs) That's like a communication skill we could work on. So like to never see my parents I don't want to say arguing, but like, you know, having a peaceful disagreement kind of thing Exactly, has like, you know, come into my relationship now. So Mm -hmm. I think it's like I said to you, so important for them to see you like make up and, you know, like everything, you know, is okay. And, you know, we may argue, but that doesn't mean like we stay arguing forever. We, yeah. So I think that, yeah, I think just when we grew up, it was different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like people didn't normalize that just like a lot of things weren't talked about back then and things are shifting and changing and Mm -hmm. parents and my parents all the parents did what they what they knew and what they could do best and Mm -hmm. it's times are evolving and yeah it it really took me a while to think about that because automatically I feel like we want to protect our kids from it and be like oh no we're we're great I'm like no we still love each other so much but this is what happened Mm -hmm. even when me and Kevin went through a really hard patch when we started counseling and stuff, Kevin's like, do we tell them what's happening or not? And I was like, well, first of all, they're not stupid. They're going to know some things out of the normal. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and I had to ask our counselor how to approach yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was scary enough. She right. was like, I think do whatever you feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. but kids know a lot more than they like they catch on to a lot of things yes. you don't even realize so I just said to them like I, you don't have I, we, I've never gone into detail or whatever mm-hmm. but I was like if you see mommy sad right now or f- whatever it's just because I'm going through a hard time and yeah just I, I love being open with my kids mm-hmm. and not maybe I think my kids have had to grow up a little faster than some kids because they've seen me physically go through right. a lot of stuff but I think it's so important to just normalize my feelings too. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing that Kevin used to do that 
I've learned that is not what I always want. He would not blame everything on me being sick, but be like, oh, we can't do that because mom doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't want them to associate everything with me being right. sick because I do put a and it was it was like the little things when I was like, no, you just don't want to go, don't. And mm. I think it was just habit mm-hmm. for him to do that. And I'm like, that's not fair to say everything is because I'm sick. Right. That's not the truth right now. I'm like, let's just say, you know what? We're just tired and we don't want to go out yeah. and do something yeah. right now. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the littlest things that you have to like rethink about. Yeah. That you don't even yeah. And not lying to your children is a big part of like respectful and gentle parenting, whatever you want to call it. I have, I have read about that, but like doing so in an age appropriate way, like you said. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're doing such a great job at that. Well, thank you. It is definitely challenging sometimes, mm-hmm. but I just feel like my kids respond really well to that mm-hmm. when they know the facts or the basis behind what's happening. Yeah. And always like, obviously you have to do it in an age appropriate way, but a lot of it is like treating your child, like your kid, like a human being, right? Yes. I think you taught me that or you yeah. explained it that way at one point. Right. Like, like would you tell that individual? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. You like not talk to your friend or your partner, mom or anyone. Right. Another adult that way. So yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Can I talk about bottle weaning real quick and then we'll wrap yes. this up. <laughs> so <laughs> This just goes back to what I've talked about so many times on this podcast, how I need to just trust my instinct. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, and I knew, like, Jackson was very, very attached to his bottle. Like, he would ask for it every night. He loved his bottle. That's how we would get him back to sleep. Like, it wouldn't put him to sleep, but it would get him calm enough to, like, go back to sleep. And he was waking multiple times a night. But I knew around 12 months, like, I wanted to start the weaning process. That's what, like, our doctors were saying. That's what health nurses, like, other professionals that I trusted were saying so I knew mm-hmm. that that was like the goal but also my doctor was saying it doesn't have to be like you know at 12 months like it can be yeah like the day well. yeah. And stuff. yeah yeah so she's like take the pressure off just like no it should be like on your mind so I she's tried for that. she is yes Carly and I have the same well when Carly was home in Canada she has the same we have the same uh, family doctor and she is really awesome if anyone wants to rec- well she's probably not taking new patients because no one is but anyways <laughs> we can let you know who she is um so yes I was like okay this is something that I want to do I felt like he would sleep through the night once he wasn't waking up for a bottle because I felt like he was just in the habit of like yeah just a like bottle. a grown-up like yeah. the longer you do something it just becomes a habit whether it's mm-hmm. good or bad totally and you know we got the go-ahead that like his weight was good enough that we could like drop night feedings that sort of thing um and he wasn't like eating, he was eating, but not as much as I thought. And I felt confident, like if we dropped the night ounces that he would eat more. So anyways, I put it out there on Instagram as I do sometimes and asked for advice. And I, I said, you know, like, this is what I want to do. Like, has anyone had luck with anything? I don't know, like any tips or tricks kind of thing for someone, for a baby who's really attached to the bottle. Um, and I got so much, so much like pe- that everyone is so helpful, <laughs> but it's just like a lot, a lot of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and some of it was not exactly what I was asking for so I you know you have to kind of sift through that advice um but eventually I just ended up going with my gut anyways and I really had a feeling that we just had to go cold turkey like we had been cutting down the ounces and everything but then we went yeah. cold turkey 
and he did so good <laughs> like he took to it right away like within two days I would say everything was fine and I was prepared for like nighttime battles yeah. but it was not anything like that and I had tried right at around 12 months it might have been even been a few weeks before and he wasn't ready so like mm-hmm. I knew like okay you know we're not we're not ready but then at like 13 and a half 14 like close a couple weeks ago I just went for it and it's like yeah again listening to your intuition your gut and it's like a week and a half two weeks later and he has not had a bottle since and like I still need to sanitize and put the bottles away but man does that feel good yeah and that's happened so many times yes of us I think like when you started sleep training him mm-hmm. and then with the bottle and they just sometimes I feel like when you listen to your own instinct and mm-hmm. the, your child responds so well and you're mm-hmm. like hey I was right yeah it's, it's not about being right but you're yeah like, oh it's just that reassurance that when you trust your instincts and it goes well that's the way mm-hmm. it, that's what you should do is trust yeah. your instincts because as your mom as a mom or as a parent you know your child best yeah so you can ask for advice too but I think ultimately you have to do with do what you feel is right right might not always be easy and if someone does it a different way that's fine too like we don't judge anyone else exactly it was the same with when Landon had a soother still like we cut it down to like okay only when you're in bed you get it Mm -hmm. and then one night it just wasn't in the room and I'm like let's just try not like Mm -hmm. and it was the easiest thing for we I just hid them all and for three days like he didn't even ask for it yeah tell Jace one day was like where's London soother he needs it and I'm like really but then that it was kind of like oh yeah asked for it but I was like oh it went bye-bye and yeah it's not a thing yeah yeah, I think if we would have tried like two months earlier it just wouldn't have went well but I would just like yeah let's just try it sometimes your kids surprise you yeah they're usually more receptive they're not ready it's just like potty training anything Mm -hmm. if they're not ready and you have to retry in a week or two or three or the next six months whatever Mm -hmm. parents you have to be adaptable and you have to trust your instincts those are the biggest things yeah yeah and like building the confidence in yourself to trust your instincts that's Mm -hmm. what I feel like where I'm at you know like I don't need thousands of thousands of opinions or hundreds or whatever I can just go ahead and and you know try what I think is going to work and it might and that's like what has happened in the last little while so yeah motherhood is crazy all you can do is try Mm -hmm. it might not always go as easy as you think Mm -hmm. but it might and usually I would say if you're really trusting your gut as a parent you're it's going to go well yeah and better the confidence and yes and give your kids some credit too mm-hmm. like Jackson did amazing with it which yeah. is great yeah yeah so again there's the parenting episode that we didn't know would be a parenting episode <laughs> yeah we were just talking before why don't we just start recording and I'll tell you about the I'm like that's true yeah I'm just saying whatever mm-hmm. so thank you guys so much for well, listening it's so nice to be able to like talk to each other and then whoever listens <laughs> because it's it just like anything life you can plan all you want but sometimes yeah. the best advice is just bouncing off one another and mm-hmm. talking yeah. about it. yes thank you guys for listening again yeah we listening. appreciate the feedback I had a friend tell me the other day I was telling Carly this that she listens to every episode 
and she is not like a parent or in that stage of life and I know it's not our we're not like a parenting podcast or a motherhood podcast but you know it comes back to that part of our lives right now exactly but she said like I'm not a parent but I like I always take something away from each one of your podcasts that just meant so much to I know both. yeah that that is exactly what this podcast is about Mm -hmm. and that made me so happy too yeah because really it's just a place for us to connect Mm -hmm. and we want to connect with you guys as well and we're open to any comments or questions or advice because yes we're all just doing our best here yes yeah thanks guys thank you so much for listening to finding the light make sure to subscribe on spotify or apple podcasts and follow us on instagram at finding the light a podcast